Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. We are eager to offer amazingly competitive prices, plus an additional $1,000 Costco discount on all new Cherry Hill Volvos. When leasing or purchasing a new or certified Cherry Hill Volvo, you become a valued part of our team. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krepnick, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The revolution will be broadcast. Yes. This is the next generation of talk. Now on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, Rich Zioli. The United States of America is deploying troops and munitions to the Middle East. The Brigadier General today at the Pentagon just announced that a few moments ago. We'll update you on that as the show goes on today. And in addition, I'll give you the latest on everything going on with the election in New Jersey, where the Republicans really do have a chance to flip the state Senate. Welcome back to the show. Glad you're here. 855-839-1210 on Twitter, at Rich Zioli. Uh, sa- Saturday, this coming Saturday is the Marine Corps Law Enforcement Gala. This is an incredible organization. Marine Corps Law Enforcement Gala is uh, at McClef, one of the absolute best. It really is. Raising money for such good causes for the police and the Marine Corps to come together in this manner that they do every single year in Philadelphia. The gala is Saturday night. You have an opportunity to bid to be my co-host for an afternoon. An entire afternoon is my co-host. And uh, you'll get the microphone. You'll get to come back from the breaks. You'll get to decide on topics and all of these. You'll get to be, you'll co-host the show. And it's going to be a, a, they'll have a nice auction. And that's going to be one of the auction items. Last year, George Paquetto generously, as he does every year, supported the Marine Corps Law Enforcement Foundation, McClef. And he won that. And he was my co-host for an afternoon. And we had a great time together. And it was fantastic to have him on the show. And uh, he has been fighting the good cause and fighting the fight in Philadelphia for a long time, including he's the man that saved Christopher Columbus. So it's great to have him back on the show. George Paquetto, my friend, my paisan, how are you today? You, buddy. I'm doing well, George. I'm doing well. George, before we get started, since you've been to Italy a number of times and since you are, in fact, a, um, a true Italian... Do you not agree that if somebody goes to Italy and orders Coca-Cola, like my producer Matt DeSantis, that that is a disgrazia? <laughs> I can't believe he would do that. You could do that in France or you could do that in England, but you cannot do that in Italy, brother. No, no. you got you got to offer a cafe, a little espresso. Yeah, and you never get cappuccino afternoon, and you and you don't order Coca Cola ever. In fact, he got the only Coke in Italy. There were like four cans in the entire, like down at the shoe. You had to go down to the boot and get them. The only the only really good American product that works well in Italy is Windex. 
Great, what we, great cleaner. Well, is but it, don't uh, drink it, Matt. Don't drink the Windex. Listen, every Italian listening right now is shaking their head because they know that after every holiday, you know, either grandma or one of the aunts comes out with a bottle of Windex and sprays down that kitchen and gets it cleaner than the Wuhan lab. You know what I mean? It's uh, the way the work they do with that Windex is amazing. They, they clean their shirts with Windex. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other disgrazia is that he says he would he would eat Papa John's pizza with that with that Fugazi garlic butter dipping sauce and drink a Coca Cola with it. I can't believe this guy works on this show. I have it like once a year. Well, you know, in all seriousness, they do not use garlic on anything in Italy. Garlic is nowhere to be found, ever, anywhere. Not on pizza, not on bread, not in gravy, nowhere. They just don't use garlic. That's it. They don't use it, period. Done. Done. So if you're eating anything, Matt, that's got garlic on it, it ain't from Italy. <laughs> the garlic sauce from Papa John's is not authentic. <laughs> I think that's probably from Croatia or something. It's not from Italy, dude. The Fugazis. Uh, and now listen, uh, let's talk about what's going on in Philadelphia here. First of all, I had some friends over recently and they were, uh, they heard you co-host with me after you generously contributed to McClaff and you won the, uh, the honor of being my co-host for an afternoon, which really was my honor. And they, they went to the Columbus parade in Philadelphia. They had a great time and they wanted me to extend my thanks to you for all you've done to help save Christopher Columbus in Philadelphia. Uh, so that's number one. So thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you very much. It was, you know, a long fight, but it was worth it. Uh, yeah, that's true. And uh, it's and it's not over because now you're doing this across the country. Yep. <laughs> I was just two weeks ago. Was it two weeks ago? I was in Pittsburgh in the Commonwealth Court arguing to save the Columbus statute that is in Shenley Park, which is a beautiful, beautiful park in Pittsburgh. It's as beautiful as any park we have in Philadelphia. And it's got a magnificent Columbus statue in it. And the wayward mayor there is trying to get it removed. And I had oral argument in Commonwealth Court in front of seven judges. It was en banc. Seven Commonwealth Court judges heard the case. I'm hoping for the decision uh within the next several weeks, and I hope it goes well. Yeah, well, I, I agree. So uh, thank you for doing that. And while we're on the subject of courts and judges, how, how essential is the uh, upcoming uh, state Supreme Court race uh, in, in Pennsylvania? We have two really good candidates on each side of the aisle. Carolyn Carluccio, the Republican, is well qualified. She's been a judge for many years. She's very smart. She's very experienced. And on the other side, you have Dan McCaffrey. Uh, he's a Democrat. He's He's been on Court of Common Pleas. He's been on the Superior Court. Very smart, very capable. They have different core philosophies. There's no question. But they're both extremely capable jurists and Pennsylvania will be well served regardless of which one prevails.
Well, I, I'm, for the record, I've, I've endorsed Judge uh, Carluccio, Carolyn Carluccio, because she's Italian, so. I think the big, biggest defining issue between the two of them is their respective stances on the abortion issue. And that, of course, is the central theme of all of Judge McCaffrey's, not Judge McCaffrey's campaign ads, but there's an independent pack that is attacking Judge Carluccio for her previous stands on abortion. And that, that seems to be the defining issue between the two of them. So depending upon how you come down on that issue may help determine the outcome of that race. Uh, I think it's a toss-up. I really think it's a toss-up. Let's uh, let's talk about the charges that were just reinstated against Officer Mark Dial in Philadelphia. We've talked about this before, former police officer Mark Dial. And you brought the statute into studio with me when you were co-hosting with me. And um, you, you read it out loud. So let's go through it and, and uh, give me all the details on this, if you would. Well... Judge Ransom just reinstated all charges against Officer Dial, including murder one. And that's hugely significant, not just because of the penalties that are associated with a murder one charge, but also because he has to sit in prison between now and whenever his trial date is. And that is punitive. Anybody that has to sit in prison and all murder one defendants sit in prison pending trial. It's a huge disadvantage in terms of working with your attorneys, preparing for your defense, generally having your head clear and being able to attend that trial and to be able to defend yourself well. Sitting in jail for the next six months in harsh conditions is going to have a big impact on this younger man, this younger police officer. But Putting that aside for the moment, what is so unfortunate about the murder one charge is that it is in stark contradiction to Section 508, which is the state statute in Pennsylvania, which authorizes law enforcement personnel to use deadly force whenever they reasonably believe that such force is necessary and that serious bodily injury may occur to himself or herself or some other person. So the interesting thing about the Dials situation was, of course, the other officer was yelling at him as he was approaching the vehicle, he's got a gun, he's got a gun. Uh, the individual in the car had an object. It was a gun knife. It was a gun handle, but instead of having a barrel on it, it had a knife. Uh, easily mistaken for a gun. When he's got that, and the, and the uh, occupant of the car is brandishing that gun knife, that creates a reasonable belief that your safety could be in jeopardy. And this murder one charge is a complete and stark contrast and contradiction to that section. And by the way, it was that section, 508 of the statute, which was the basis upon which Judge Pugh earlier dismissed all charges against Mark Dial. It was a, it was a frank and straightforward application of that statute. 
Judge Ransom just yesterday overruled that, reinstated all the charges, and they hauled Mark Dial off to the jailhouse. Now, they could have charged Dial with a much lesser form of voluntary or involuntary manslaughter, which is still a difficult thing to be charged with, but it is so much less serious than a murder one charge. Murder one literally carries the potential of a death sentence, and you sit in jail pending your trial, and the stakes are just so much higher. So it was just a very, very momentous reinstatement of these charges, and frankly, I was surprised that Judge Ransom did do so. I thought Judge Ransom was going to reinstate the lesser charges, but avoid reinstating the murder one charge. But she she reinstated all of them. You know, George, it's um, it's frustrating because nobody knows what it's like to be in that moment as a police officer. And certainly uh, if a person has a weapon and the officer believes that person has a gun, bullets go through glass. So, you know, the idea that the window was rolled up, in my mind, is not an excuse because obviously he shot through glass and, you know, uh, bullets go through glass. It's not a bulletproof car. Uh, So uh, the point of him having reasonable suspicion reasonable belief that his life was in danger is what's critical here that's not a murder you know it's not a murder you can say he's unfit to be a cop if you want to make that argument you can but to, to, right. to argue murder here is is, is is i mean it's just ridiculous. And, murder, and murder one rich right, murder right. one the, the hallmark of murder one is premeditation planning to kill somebody for example, the classic murder one is, you know, someone crouches in the bushes, and when their hated neighbor goes by, they jump out of the bush and they shoot him. Well, that takes planning. You know, you know the guy's, you know, path that he walks home at. You know he doesn't have a vest. He's unarmed. You're hiding in a bush. You take a firearm with you. You have planned to kill somebody. That's the hallmark of murder one. It is not. When you are a traffic cop and you pull over someone that's been acting recklessly and who's brandishing something, which is a weapon, whether it's a knife or a gun, it's a weapon, and people are yelling, he's got a gun, he's got a gun, that's not premeditation. That's reacting to the moment. And that's the awful, difficult situations that police frequently find themselves in. And because they face such dangers, uh, to charge them with murder one is really uh, just beyond the pale of reasonableness. And by the way, Rich, you know, you know, the consequence of that is if you're now a police officer on Philadelphia's force and you know that Larry Krasner is out there trying to get you, why would you pull anybody over? You're only going to run into a dangerous situation. You're only going to have to be confronted with having to defend yourself. And then you're going to be the one prosecuted. So you know what the, the upshot is? They don't pull them over. And how does that contribute to the orderliness and the sanity of our city? It doesn't. It makes it disorderly and insane. 
George McCano's with me. I, you're right. I mean, we and we just, you know, we just buried a, a hero in Officer Richard Mendez. We just, we just buried yeah. him and, and um, yeah. said goodbye to him. Uh, grieving family left behind. You know, his partner shot. Thank God he survived, but he's going to have a long road of recovery. It's a very dangerous job to be in that moment in that situation. Nobody knows how you're going to react. To argue that this was premeditated in any way, shape, or form, I mean, you know, like I said, you, you want to have a debate about police tactics, you want to have a debate about, about what he should have done, very easy to do for somebody on the sidelines, but to argue in that moment that he went there with the intent to kill this man. To kill this, yeah. Right. Yeah. Is, it, it's so ludicrous, it, it, it defines logic in every single way. Cops it, don't, you know this, George, cops don't get out of bed one. every day. Guys, I'm sorry, go ahead, George. Yeah. No, no, it, 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 it just defies what Murder One was designed for. Murder One is the premeditated, planning, calculated assassination of somebody. It is not somebody who is a law enforcement officer who's in a very dangerous situation, who sees a suspect brandishing a weapon and has to make a split-second decision. That is not Murder One. And as you say, Rich, it, it could be, you know, uh, negligence, it could be uh, bad police tactics or whatever. It is not murder one. And that's what Wendy Pugh, the original judge, ruled. And she was correct in that. She, she faced a lot of criticism, but she enforced the law as it is written. And unfortunately, Mark Dial now sits in jail charged with murder one. Very, very difficult case. It really is, George. It really is. George Paquetto is with me. He's the attorney at Paquetto and Lentz PC. You can find him online at paquettoandlentz.com. George, uh, before I let you go, the, the McClef Gala Saturday night, the Marine Corps Law Enforcement Foundation, uh, incredible event, incredible organization. Uh, tell us about that and, and, and why you got involved with it. Well, I've been going there for years, Rich, as you know, and I know you've been a, a a tremendous supporter of that organization. It is an organization in Philadelphia that raises money for the families of fallen first responders and military personnel. So that uh, many times a first responder, like Mr. Uh, Officer Martinez's or Menendez's family, they now don't have a father in their family. They don't have that person there to support them. Well, MCLEF raises money and steps up and uh, helps the family meet expenses, meet mortgage payments, meet educational expenses, that type of thing. And it's just a wonderful organization. They uh, have this annual banquet, which is attended by, you know, a who's who of Philadelphia. They raise a lot of money. 100%, every single penny goes to the cause. There's no overhead. There's no salaries. There's no uh, shenanigans with any of the things. And, and, the, and the folks that run this organization are just doing God's work. And uh, it's just a wonderful organization, and I couldn't be more thrilled to, to be a supporter. Well, thank you for your generosity last year. And like I said, it was an honor to co-host with you. And I hope somebody will step up to the plate this year and uh, bid generously to co-host the show because it's a lot of fun, is it not? Absolutely a great time. And let me tell you something. Whomever uh, gets to co-host a show with you, Rich, as I was privileged to do, gets a 101 lesson in how to be a 
great radio talk show host, and I, I just can't tell you how uh, thrilled I was to participate in that with you, Rich. I, I loved every minute of it. Well, it was my honor, and it was a lot of fun, George. And I'll tell you what, I'm going to raise the stakes, too. If, if Whoever wins this year will get to be the co-host, and we're going to throw in a six-pack of Coca-Cola and a Papa John's pizza. <laughs> and, 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 a, and a thing of Windex. <laughs> and a thing of Windex, that's right. <laughs> George Paquetto, thank you, my friend. Always a pleasure. Ciao. Thank you, Rich. Ciao, ciao. The Rich Cioli Show on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Let me tell you about Emmons Roofing and Siding because they do great work and they've done so much great work for my home over the years. Uh, Roofing, windows, siding, doors, and kitchen and bathroom remodeling. I got to tell you, my wife was thrilled with the kitchen that Emmons did for her. Thrilled with it. From the cabinets... To the, to the sink, the faucets, every, everything. All the work they did was, was, was beautiful. She was thrilled with it. And then the bathroom work, too, the, from the, the stone and the tile and the, all the marble, and I mean, everything was just gorgeous. They do great work at Emmons. They really do. And for me, I was thrilled with the roof because I know that I've got a lifetime warranty on that roof. And it's a beautiful color, and uh, Emmons stands by their work. Years ago, they did my roof, and I said, let's do the doors, let's do the windows. And Matt and his wife... Stephanie pride themselves on always doing great work. It's about integrity. When you see those Emmons trucks out there, that's what it's about. It's about integrity, honesty, getting the work done right, getting it done on budget, getting it done on time, and cleaning up when they're done. And all those things matter. Now, you can reach out to them today. There's a couple different ways to do it. First of all, they have a remodeling showroom in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. So you can see the great work they do with kitchens and bathrooms. You can go to EmmonsRoofing.com and see their great work. Go to EmmonsRemodeling.com. I have used them literally for every project in my house. And when, when I need them, they're there. Every time I need them, they're there for me. And I'll be using them again for some new projects. We're going to uh, re, re, uh, replace some skylights, which is going to be great as well. So I really appreciate their loyalty to me personally to my family and to this show and you'll appreciate the great work that they do they serve pennsylvania new jersey delaware and the jersey shore so reach out to them today emmonsroofing.com emmonsroofing.com call from mom answer it call silenced instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Very excited for a guest coming up just a little bit. A few moments from now, Steve Hankey is a... uh, Former Reagan White House guy, he's one of the most foremost economists in the world, and I'm excited to talk to him coming up. I know I just retweeted one of his tweets. It turns out, I guess, some environmental whack jobs, which is becoming redundant to say that, uh, really, to say environmental and whack job in the same breath. It really is uh, truly becoming redundant. And I, I like to save words as much as I possibly can, as you can imagine. Uh, he just tweeted out today to just stop oil activists. I guess that's an organization, just stop oil poured orange cornstarch over a dinosaur skeleton at London's Natural History Museum. They're currently being held in police custody. Just more green, destructive madness. So he'll be here at 4.45 p.m. today. So I'm excited to have that conversation with him. And uh, later in the show, we're going to talk to one of the guys running for state senate in New Jersey. We really have a chance to flip this thing. We do. We have a chance to flip this thing and get the Republicans in power, which would be great because there can be some accountability to King Philip the Unaccountable, his royal rugness. The event, uh, and thank you for to Amy for calling out my attention deficit disorder and forgetting to give you the details of it. So it is this coming Saturday, October 28th, 9 to 11 a.m., free event, free continental breakfast. It's at the Republican headquarters in Turnersville, New Jersey, which is at the Turnersville Square Shopping Center in support of the Gloucester County candidates, Camden County candidates, Atlanta County candidates, and I'll be there my buddy Matt Rooney will be there, Jack Chitarelli, Congressman Jeff Van Drew, and some surprises as well. So it'll be a lot of fun. So I'm looking forward to that and um, would love to see you there. Again, this coming Saturday, Republican headquarters in Turnersville, New Jersey, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Okay? And uh, <clears throat> I should also mention to you that when it comes to the war issue that's happening, we are now sending more troops and munitions to the Middle East. As they're saying, more rocket attacks by Iran proxies are happening. So here is a clip of the uh, the Pentagon spokesperson. I need to go to this here. Now, this is Defense Department spokesperson, Brigadier General Pat Ryder. Uh, take a listen. In addition to the security assistance for Israel we've announced previously, I can confirm that in addition to the Iron Dome interceptors we're flowing to Israel, we're also planning to provide the two U.S. Iron Dome systems currently in our inventory to Israel to help further bolster their air defense capabilities and protect citizens from rocket attacks. For operation security reasons, I'm not going to discuss shipment timelines or delivery dates, and we'll defer to Israel to make any announcements regarding future deployment and use of these systems. As part of our efforts to deter a broader conflict and further bolster U.S. force protection capabilities, I can confirm that since our initial force posture announcement, approximately 900 troops have subsequently deployed or are in the process of deploying to the U.S. Central Command area of responsibility. These include forces that have been on prepared to deploy orders and which are deploying from the continental United States. 
Deployed and deploying units include a terminal high-altitude area defense battery from Fort Bliss, Texas, Patriot batteries from Fort Sill, Oklahoma, Patriot and Avenger batteries from Fort Liberty, North Carolina, and associated air defense headquarters elements from Fort Bliss and Fort, Fort Cavados, Texas. While I won't talk specific deployment locations for these forces, I can confirm that they are not going to Israel and that, again, they are intended to support regional deterrence efforts and further bolster U.S. force protection capabilities. Shifting gears, the White House announced today a $150 million security assistance package for Ukraine to support Ukraine's urgent security needs. Uh my, my guest coming up, Steve Hankey, tweeted out the following. The U.S. controls 45% of the world's weapons exports, up from 30% a decade ago. That's nearly five times more than any other nation. U.S. military industrial complex equals the world's biggest merchant of death. The president, of course, wants another $100 billion in aid for Ukraine. I was arguing with some friends of mine. They're the kind of um, people I, I think represent the Republican establishment. You know, they're angry that the speaker now is a guy who is not going to just bundle Ukraine funding into a massive omnibus spending bill. And I've said this before. However you feel about the war in Ukraine, it needs an up or down vote so that you can't hide behind it, so that your constituents know exactly where you stand on this. And they need to know and should not be tied to Israel because they're two separate conflicts they're two separate theaters. They're it's totally different. And there should be a debate about whether or not we should be funding anything that's going on in Israel because Israel obviously can protect itself. It's a debate Congress needs to have. These things are not just automatic. This is not just an automatic debit here. And we got to stop acting like this is, you know, you set up to pay your water bill and automatically it's paid every month. Congress is supposed to debate these issues. Debate issues, debate timelines, debate budgets, debate questions, debate outcomes, Debate U.S. strategic interests. What we th- this is what the Constitution requires. It's not a suggestion by the Constitution. It's a requirement. We don't just write checks, and we don't just write checks without debating what we're writing checks for. And you know, it's it is it is it's beyond uh, outrageous that the United States Congress, under Republican leadership, the previous guy Kevin McCarthy, good riddance. And by the way, you're welcome. You're welcome. I know that there were people who were very angry at me personally for cheering on the removal of Kevin McCarthy. I was in the minority in conservative talk radio for wanting him gone. I got yelled at. Perhaps you did as well. It's okay. I don't mind. It's all right. It's cool. But you're welcome. Now that you've got Mike Johnson in there, who is a, I believe, true conservative. Now, obviously, time will tell. And let's hope that he stays true to that. But he is a guy who's voted against all this supplemental Ukraine funding. And he has said, he's told his colleagues, he's not, it's going to be an up or down vote. This is not a suggestion by the Constitution. The founders never envisioned that we would be funding war in continuing resolutions, in omnibus bills. That we'd be funding war next to funding for a highway or changing a post office name. Never, ever would have intended for that. You know that, and I know that. First of all, they didn't want us going to war. They didn't want us in foreign entanglements. They wanted us to be able to protect America and America's strategic interests here at home. That's number one. But number two, the idea that you're just going to 
give all this money to other countries around the world without even having your elected members of Congress debate the issue because they're putting it into a continuing resolution so they can hide behind it and go home and say, well, I I had to keep the lights on, blah, blah, blah. No, that is not what the Constitution requires, period, period. And that's what we have to talk about here. Uh, I'll play a clip for you real quick if I could. This is um, Glenn Greenwald. I believe I sent this to you, Matt, earlier today. Glenn Greenwald asking the question about where do we go with from here? Where does all this go between Israel, Ukraine, the Middle East? What happens with all this? Take a listen. Here is this to conclude our show, this study by Brown University, a very comprehensive study they conducted and published in September 1st, 2021, called Cost of War Project. The cost of the 20-year war on terror, $8 trillion dollars, and 900,000 deaths. Quote, a report from the Cost of War Project at Brown University revealed that 20 years of post-9-11 wars have cost the U.S. an estimated $8 trillion and have killed more than 900,000 people. Nearly 20 years after the United States invasion of Afghanistan, the cost of its global war on terror stands at $8 trillion and 900 deaths. Quote, the war has been long and complex and horrific and unsuccessful. And the war continues in over 80 countries, said Catherine Lutz, co-director of Cost of War and a professor of international and public affairs at Brown, during a virtual event hosted by the Watson Institute on Wednesday, September 1st. Quote, the Pentagon and the U.S. military have now absorbed the great majority of the federal discretionary budget. And most people don't know that. Our task now and in future years is to educate the public on the way in which we fund those wars and the scale of that funding. The research team's $8 trillion estimate accounts for all direct costs of the country's post-9-11 wars, including Department of Defense overseas contingency operation funding, State Department war expenditures, and counter-terror war-related costs, including war-related increases to the Pentagon's base budget, care for veterans to Dayton in the future, homeland security spending, and interest payments on borrowing for those wars. The total includes funds that the Biden administration requested in May of 2021, so this is now Four administrations. The death toll, standing at an estimated 897,000 to 929,000, includes U.S. military members, allied fighters, opposition fighters, civilians, journalists, and humanitarian aid workers who were killed as a direct result of war, whether by bombs, bullets, or fire. It does not, the researchers noted, include the many indirect deaths the war on terror has caused by way of disease, displacement, and lack of access to food or clean drinking water. Now, we spent two and a half hours showing you the evidence of the complete disaster and destruction that this war on terror unleashed and the way in which it was induced, which was by an exploitation of exactly the kind of emotions that are prevailing today in the attempt to stigmatize dissent or questions by accusing anyone, expressing or asking them of being on the side of terrorists and traitors and wanting people in the United States or in Israel dead. It's the same exact tactics. He's not wrong, you know, and this is why we have debates. This is why Congress should be debating this and having this conversation. Because there are legitimate questions here. You know, a buddy of mine just texted me and said, are we, is this going to be Vietnam? Are we going to get into two Vietnams here? I don't know. Go to the rule book. What do I tell you in life all the time? Go to the rule book. What does the rule book say? The Constitution of the United States of America says Congress declares war, not the president. 
Congress declares war. I know we don't teach this in school anymore, but the Congress declares war. The Congress budgets for war. The president is the commander in chief. He doesn't get to go to war. The president has limited wartime powers with the explicit understanding that it was about protecting America for short periods of time and he would need congressional authorization. War Powers Act. We don't even follow that anymore either. We're talking about hundreds of billions of dollars and we don't even get a congressional debate on the matter. So I hope Mike Johnson does the right thing here. I hope he does the right thing. I hope he he makes every member go on the record Yay or nay on all these matters. Don't bundle them together. Carve them out. Separate, up or down. It's what the Constitution requires. It's what you and I as taxpayers deserve. It's what it's what we it, it, it's what the rules are. Just follow the freaking rules. I it's all I ask. I don't ask for much in life. I ask for that. Just follow the rules. Constitution's a rule book. We don't follow it anymore. We didn't under Kevin McCarthy. And so you're welcome. He's gone. You're welcome. Not that I had anything to do with taking him out, but I cheered on the fact that he was gone. And I was one of the few. And people said, you know, you've caused chaos, the chaos, blah, 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 blah. Well, you know what? Now, nobody's even going to ever say that they were on Team Kevin McCarthy and were sad to see him go. Nobody. Nobody in conservative media. Certainly not. Nobody. Not after Mike Johnson was elected as speaker yesterday. Let's hope he lives up. To what he says. And let's hope that the swamp does not change him. But I have a good feeling about him because I think he's a man who's based on principle and faith. Uh, not just his faith in God, but his faith in the Constitution and also in conservative principles. 855-839-1210. On Twitter, at Rich Zioli. You're going to want to hear my next guest. He's a great economist. He's a Reagan guy. Don't go away. Okay, welcome back to the show. Glad you're here today. A lot to talk about on the economic front. And uh, I'm really excited for our guest because this is a man who knows this stuff very, very well. And he's a Reaganite. I want to welcome to the show Professor Stephen Hankey. Professor, thank you for joining me here in Philadelphia. I appreciate it. Great to be with you, Rick. Now, Tell me about what it was like to work for President Reagan, one of my absolute heroes. Uh, and I was so happy to hear the new speaker invoke him yesterday in his uh, in his acceptance speech. Well, it, it, it was uh, quite an exciting time because there, there were a lot of new ideas in Washington at that time. Uh, free markets, free trade, stable money, stable inflation, less regulation economic growth, and, and the main thing I was actually responsible for was designing all of the president's privatization programs. You know, we've got about a third of the United States is actually owned by either federal or state governments. So we have a, a huge socialist enterprise in America people don't even know about, and that's the public lands. And, and quite a few of those, we're not talking about parks and National monuments. I'm talking about commercial lands, grazing lands, timber lands. Most of the West is actually owned by the federal government. So we designed a big program to privatize and uh, some of those commercial lands. And uh, the program was, I think, well designed, but it never really got off the ground. We we didn't really accomplish what we had uh, intended to do. So that, that's still a, a work in progress, but that's that's the main reflection kind of on the Reagan years with, with me. The, the main thing was the privatization program. 
Well, the privatization program is, is essential. I, I, it's it, What you're just saying is amazing to me, and I know people's heads are, are, are exploding just hearing all that. And, of course, what the speaker talked about yesterday, with, which is the greatest national security risk that we face in this country right now, which is our, which is our debt, uh, the out-of-control federal spending and, and the national debt. And, and I know you've tweeted about this yourself. Yeah, the national debt's a, a real problem, and I think the only way to actually control it would be to have a constitutional convention, uh, you know, under Article Five. Yes, and and uh, and and focus on putting in something like a Swiss debt break. In two thousand and one, they had a re- national referendum in Switzerland passed with 85% of the Swiss voting for it, and they changed the Constitution. So the Swiss debt break works in the following way. Government expenditures can't increase any more rapidly than the rate of growth in the real economy. So that that keeps the, the size of the government relative to the total size of the economy constant. And also, as part of that Swiss debt break, the, the budget must be balanced over over kind of the intermediate run. It, it can be in a, in a little deficit for a year or two, but then, then you've got to be running a surplus to make up for that deficit that you had been running. So it, it's a rule-based thing. It's constitutional. And that's the only way to fix the United States because... They, they just spend like a bunch of drunken sailors down there, particularly now with the current administration. And this is a bipartisan thing. This is, of course, you've got Biden leading the charge, the president, but the Republicans are being rolled and, and going, going along with it to, and, and passing. All these big expenditures have been passed by the Republicans. Now he wants a hundred and six billion-dollar war budget uh, for Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan, and there's a little in there for the southern border, not not very much, but the, re- the Republicans are on board with that thing. And hey, you tweeted out that uh, former uh, Office of Management and Budget Director and your Reagan administration colleague, uh, Stockman on Biden's war package said the following, the Washington neocons insist upon it. The defense contractors are luxuriating in it. And the U S military is getting a grand munitions and weapons testing range in the bargain. I, the, the, I'm very worried here. I think a lot of us are with this, this war package between Ukraine and is the Middle East now potentially, of course, you know, China poking its head around things. But it does seem like the defense industrial complex, the war machine, always seems to win out at the end of the day. Oh, yeah. This is uh, Eisenhower in his farewell address uh, uh, raised the issue of military industrial complex. And actually, that speech, I, I'm a professor of economics at Johns Hopkins um, down the road from you uh, in Baltimore. And Malcolm Moose was a professor of political science at the time, and he—he he, that's where the phrase the military-industrial complex came from, actually a, a Johns Hopkins professor. So uh, it, it, is a, it is a big problem, and uh, the, the, the problem is, is kind of twofold. One, one most people don't realize that you, you have to pay for these deficits. 
the the idea that somehow it's just free money growing on trees and 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 you somebody is not going to have to pay for it is a joke. It it ultimately always gets paid for by the U.S. taxpayers, and and the problem with these deficits. We're really faced with what I call lying prices because the government spends and and taxes don't cover those expenditures, and we end up with a deficit so that the taxpayer today, right now, is faced with kind of a lying price. The, the, the taxes really aren't enough to cover these government expenditures that are being made right now. So, so the guy today thinks, oh... You know, in a, in a way, I'm getting a good deal. I'm getting a discount because government spending, you know, at a hundred and and, I, and the taxes are only ninety six or whatever whatever they happen to be. Actually, they're they're more like ninety. I think the deficit's going to go up to about ten percent of the budget, uh, and and that will be uh, a big problem. Uh, the the second problem associated with that is the fact that interest cost on the on the debt which the deficit if deficits every year add up to debt <laughs> and the debt to GDP ratio is now up a little over 100 percent very high level the high, the highest level we ever had was right after World War II it was 106 percent so it's very it's very high so the level of the debt is high and the interest Everybody knows if you're getting a new mortgage, interest charges are going up. Or if you look at the the ten year bond, uh, you know that interest rates uh, up over five percent on that. As a result, about ten percent of the budget is just interest expense. So, so taxpayers get nothing for that. They're just paying interest. So about ten percent, ten percent of your taxes are going just in the air to pay. Interest, not nothing uh, else is received. I, I would argue there there is there isn't that much that's received from a lot of the government spending anyway. But that's another issue. And and we can we can talk all day about what all of these regulations cost and everything else. You, you wrote a piece, uh, Professor Henke, in the Wall Street Journal recently, and you said another Black Monday may be around the corner. The Federal Reserve's policies threaten the American economy and financial markets. We, we, uh, we're familiar with quantitative easing. We're uh, at now quantitative tightening. The interest rates you just talked about. What what concerns you here with what the Fed is doing, and what do we do about it? Because it's, again, this is you know the creature from Jekyll Island here. It, it seems like there's there's just they're uh, completely unaccountable. Well, they they are pretty much unaccountable and 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 they they one reason that they are is that they've conned the public into believing that inflation is caused by non-monetary factors remember when when we had this explosion in the money supply in 2020 and 2021 they and and, and we eventually of course got inflation i mean they they were growing the money supply about three times faster than the rate that would have been consistent with hitting a 2% inflation target. And we got inflation, and what did the Fed tell us? And, and the journalists just follow along like, like a herd of sheep. All these non-monetary factors were causing it. The supply chain problems, the war in Ukraine, the oil prices going up, egg, egg prices were exploding. 
you, you name it. They had a they had a million excuses, but they they never got to the real point, and that is that the money supply exploded. And whenever the money supply explodes, with a lag of about twelve to twenty four months, you get a, an inflation exploding. It's exactly what happened. But they they want to get off the hook, so they they spin the story in a in a way that the people, the general public is, is so confused by it that those, those with, a, with common sense realize that if the money supply is growing at a very rapid rate, you're going to get inflation. But most people reading the newspaper are, are just sucking all this in, and, and uh, they, they believe what's in the newspaper. And what is in the newspaper is exactly what the Fed tells a journalist to print. Yeah. It's, so uh, so now, now, now yeah. the big the big problem you mentioned the black there are John Greenwood and I published this piece in the Wall Street Journal on Monday and and we said Black Monday now what what was Black Monday it was in October 1987 when the stock market crashed and went down by over 22 percent in one day it was a big deal and and what led to that that led that led to the the, the following thing was building up. The interest rates on the key ten-year bond were, were, had, had shot up from seven to ten percent, and at the same time, the rate of growth in the money supply had, had slowed dramatically. And what do we have now? We we have interest rates on the ten-year bond are, are going up. As I said, they're over five percent. We haven't seen that for a long time. And the money supply, with quantitative tightening, is is actually shrinking. It's it's actually on a year over year basis right now, contracting at minus three point seven percent year over year. So the money supply is actually contracting much more dramatically than it was back in October of nineteen eighty seven, and and the interest rates are going up. So it's kind of a Puts you in a vulnerable position, particularly when the when the stock market's pretty pricey. I mean, the, the PE ratios on the on the indices are, you know, they're over twenty percent. They were around twenty, a little over twenty back in nineteen eighty seven. So, the stock market's pricey. Money supply is contracting at a rate, by the way, we haven't seen since nineteen thirty three. That that minus three point seven percent. We haven't seen that kind of thing since 1933, and and interest rates are are going up. So it's a it's a it looks like a, a kind of a a, de- a deadly cocktail might be brewing here. Well, it's making me want a cocktail, several, just to get through it. No question about it. Uh, Professor, thank you. Thanks for joining me today. It's great having you. I'm going to post a link to your piece in the Wall Street Journal, and we're going to have you back on the show. You're terrific. Keep up the great work on Twitter as well. Your your Twitter handle, and I, I've been I retweeted a couple of your tweets because you you say a lot of great things on there. But I just want to let people know your uh, your Twitter handle is at. Steve underscore Hanky, H-A-N-K-E, and I, I suggest you follow Steve Hanky. Uh, Professor, thanks for your time today. Really appreciate okay, it. Okay, thank you. Great to be with you. Have the Rich Zioli Show on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. 
All right, we'll take a quick break. We got 30 minutes of nonstop talk coming up for you. But before I do, let me tell you that NJ Diet's going to help you lose some weight, some serious weight, guaranteed weight loss of 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days. Just say it with me 40 days time. That's it. And you're good. And then you keep the weight off. And that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Now, here's why it works. First of all, there's no shots, there's no hormones, and no prepackaged foods, no surgery, none of that nonsense. This is about your body chemistry. And this is why it works. Your body chemistry is different from somebody, everybody else's. So it's based on your body chemistry. They use your hair samples, saliva samples, DNA to figure out the program that works for you, all natural, bioenergetically supplied, uh, um, excuse me, uh, st- to get you going, to get you going. Sorry, I had a little thing about that there. Uh, to get your body going into the fat-burning zone because that's what you want, the fat-burning zone. You don't, don't want to just lose water. It's not just about getting on a scale. You want to burn fat. That's what NJ Diet does. And there are locations close by, King of Prussia, Newark, Delaware, Cherry Hill, or right online at njdiet.com. You can get an online video consultation. Or call them today at 855-5NJ-DIET, 855-5NJ-DIET. If you notice, we're almost to November. Holidays are right around the corner. Everybody's going to be bulking up. You'll be looking your best. You'll be feeling your best. You won't have to hide under an ugly Christmas sweater. You will look and feel great, guaranteed, contractually guaranteed, 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days. And here's the best part. You actually keep the weight off, too. You keep the weight off, too. NJDiet.com njdiet.com We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.